Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. Covering bicycling, trains in transit, adventures and life hacks, and today, kind of all of the above. Yes. There will, there will be some bicycling. There will be some trains in transit. There will be adventures. Will, will there be life hacks? I'm not exactly sure what a life hack is. <laughs> but maybe. Very very likely. There probably will be life hacks yes. then. Right. I'm, I'm going to take a, a, a leap of faith. <laughs> Today in the studio we have Andrew Shaw Kitch of Bikes for Humanity. Hello. Um, and Patty... <laughs> Give me your last name one more time. Otero. 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 Oh. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. That's my middle name. Give me your last name one more time. Patty, give me your last name one more time. And so while not representing Bikes for Humanity. Oh, and, and you are with uh, the Street the Trust. Street Trust currently with Women Bikes. Women bike, yes. While not exactly representing them tonight, talking about a bit of an adventure you guys are about to go on. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about, about what you have in store. Uh, we are going to uh, take the two bicycles we rode here on a train to California and then ride them to New York in wintertime. <laughs> nice. And we'll be getting into that <laughs> in like, just a little. What about right. so much what? right now? Winter time? What? What? Hey, we've what? got we've got a good forty minutes. We can get into it there. <laughs> Your audience is on the edge of their seats. I hope so, or their saddles. Right. Um, yes. Fantastic. So, so when are you taking off for that trip? February thirteenth. Uh, okay. We're taking a train to Monterey, California. Ooh. And then we'll probably leave on the trip. I think you're going in the right direction. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like the birds. We're following the birds. Yeah. South. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then east. Nice. Yeah. Follow, <laughs> just taking a turn left, following those birds east. <laughs> <laughs> the birds do, do uh, I was going to say swim east. They probably don't swim east. I bet they fly um, east yeah. or south. <laughs> well, I, I guess it depends on the species. I feel right? like I need to go rewatch my Planet Earth series to brush up on my bird migration patterns. <laughs> David Attenborough is just like shaking his head as he listens Somewhere to this. in the cosmic you know. Because uh, I'm sure he listens to us. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you both for coming on the show. Yeah, it's, thanks uh, for having us. Something we're very excited about. We don't get many bike touring, like actual things happening in the winter. So a lot of lot of oh. talk of bike touring, right. but not a lot of yeah. bike touring, bike and, touring and in so the winter. Then we might just do this, or we might just, and come this summer we might, you know. <laughs> Let me tell you all of my plans for <laughs> right, five right. months from now. <laughs> That's probably how our conversation will go too, though. <laughs> oh, it's all good. <laughs> you, yours sounds a little bit more immediate, though. Yeah, <laughs> we're definitely taking the train. <laughs> nice, and we will we'll ride bikes. Yes. Sounds sounds like an adventure. Excited to get into it. Uh, before we get fully into it, Aaron, what have you been up to this week? Well, what have we been up to? This is true. I wasn't going to spill the beans, but... Oh, should, should we not? <laughs> no, you should totally spill the beans. <laughs> Guthrie and I are moving in together. No, I'm just kidding. What? Oh, <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> um, we had Sprocket Brunch. Yeah, we did. Yes. Sprocket Brunch 2019. I had Sprocket Brunch twice. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made the joke uh, this year. 
that 2019 is not my year of the calendar so far. Oh, yeah. Uh, because apparently I scheduled two things during the same time on a Saturday, which is kind of hard to do considering Saturdays, but I made it happen. So yeah. <laughs> thanks for catching up for a second brunch on uh, Sunday. And then maybe we'll have afternoon tea, 11Zs. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah. a couple other Hobbit-themed breakfast. Uh, a couple of conies, right? A couple of conies. What's a yeah. cony? Isn't that like a rabbit? Don't, oh. Don't they like roast a rabbit? They call them conies. I'll I'll take your word for it. Okay, I haven't sure. heard that one. All oh, right. I like it though. I'm uh, going to use it. I may have just made up that memory. That's okay. You know, language is uh, flexible. So I, I'm sure if we say it enough that it'll become it a happens. New... Yes, <laughs> yeah, it'll exactly. be reality. So putting the word out, rabbits. So so it is written. Or a cony sounds good right now. Yeah. Could go for some conies. Maybe. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll have plenty of chances along your bike trip yeah. eastward. <laughs> um, yeah, we went out for brunch. Uh, it was nice to be able to see Brock. And I think that was the yeah. first time all three of us have been in the same room in quite a, a while. while. Gosh, September? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Maybe. Because we had, we had uh, the Tim Mooney show. That's and true. And he came in That's and true. did his Dean Martin, uh, you know, uh, a guest star. Yeah. Yes, that is true. And we did hang out for a long time afterwards. So I, yeah. I think I think in the hangout context, all right, it hasn't been years, but it, it has yeah. been a little while. Um, so yeah, it's good to catch up with Brock. And I went on my first bike, long, long bike ride. Wait, did I talk about this already? I don't remember. Gosh, now this sounds like I've... Not today. Uh, no, please, in, recycle in your story for our <laughs> okay. listeners. All right. Uh, I did Powell Butte in Mount Tabor. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Powell Butte um, fans in the in the crowd? Have you guys I'm, impre- yeah. I'm impressed by it. I've only done the paved stuff, at, and then to the very top, like a little bit of single track. Nothing or sorry, not Powell Butte, Rocky Butte. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've I've driven up there. Oh. I rode my bike once. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm remembering now. It's no joke, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were heading into the east wind too. Oh. Um. It was Saturday, so the day before Sprock- mm-hmm. Sprocket brunch proper. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this is not to shame you, by the way, but because because like we were just hanging out and like, well, Guthrie's not here. And so we just had breakfast, Brock and I. And, <laughs> you you want to go ride bikes? What? Sure. You rode and bikes? So, and so, yeah. So we, we nice. did uh, Rocky View in, in Mount Tabor. Nice. It's it pretty awesome. How did they compare to each other on that particular day? Um, So getting to Rocky Butte was probably the hardest part. Okay. Um, once up there. <laughs> you know, it's pretty windy up there like yeah. all year all year long but you know the wind at this time of year is pretty bitter mm-hmm. and so there was one point where we're standing there and um conversation just sort of dies and i was with we we're also with our friend steven and we just I turned to them and I'm like, so have we been up here like the, the requisite amount of time to be up here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can we can we go back down? Right. Has this ever happened to you guys where you're like, you know, you, you go somewhere and you're like, okay, so have I been here yeah. long enough? Right, right. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, what do we do next? Right, right. Gotcha. Well, and we had already planned to do Mount Tabor. It was just, you know, can we can we get going now, guys? Yeah. <laughs> we just rode up Mount Tabor and it was really windy. And it felt like I was up there like, when do we get to leave? I'm cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Well, it could have been. And you, the very top is very exposed. <laughs> and when, you, when you're when you climbing up that hill, like, you're sweating a little bit. Yeah. And you don't really notice it as much until you're up there. Right. 
drenched and exposed. Mm. Well, you don't realize how cold it is because you're no. like creating heat. Right. So then yeah. you're like, this isn't that bad. This feels good. And then you get to the top and you stop riding. And when all the wind is hitting you, it's like, whoa, mm. where can I hide? <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, it's like the entire gorge just kind of rips around that corner and all of a sudden you're on top. I, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I've had windy days up there, but nothing super windy. Really? But I feel like I want to find a windy day and go up there. So <laughs> yeah. kind of like being blown around a little bit. Minus, like, I think the last couple of days biking in Portland, yeah. um, there was yeah. a couple of rides where you would see like a branch come down and you're like, well, I'm still doing what I want to do, but I'm a little bit more concerned <laughs> right. right now. <laughs> so fortunately, um, it's calmed down a little bit. Uh, cool. Did you make the ride in in style and do both just after each other or were or these separate oh yeah no separate no rides? one right after okay, the other gotcha um that, yeah. that i don't think first? i've done i think i'm one and we done. did rocky butte first okay. nice. and the tall the bigger one yeah yeah the steeper, <laughs> the one. steeper one it made it made uh made mount Tabor seem a lot easier yeah yeah definitely did you take the tunnel oh yeah oh yeah okay on I've, the way down though yeah yeah, yeah. that's the way to no do fun it on the way up there's a tunnel off of rocky butte oh yeah which way is that up that's a good question. The, I don't. The, I don't know. The so western you, flank. You, I want to say. Left. Oh, really? yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. I think I've apparently only gone one way up Rocky Butte. Oh, I don't remember a tunnel. <laughs> but um, there for. It's yeah. no fun on the way up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Most most tunnels aren't. Um, <laughs> that reminds me of the sort of infamous tunnel on the Oregon coast route, which you will be skipping via taking a bus south. So, right. um, th- there's that. <laughs> uh yeah, good deal. Yeah. Any anything um, else you were up to this week? Uh no, but I can tell you what I'm going to be doing. Please do. I am going to brave the tundra of St. Louis, Missouri. Nice. Yes. Heading out there this weekend. Cool, cool. Um visit Anna's family. Nice. Too. Yeah. It'll be cool. Good deal. <laughs> By the way, she says hi, guys. All right. Hey. Hi Anna. <laughs> hi hi Anna. <laughs> what have you been up to what have i been up to yeah uh it's been Time a lot of filmed by a bike this week uh so i have been out on a couple of rides more just uh letting my knees recover i think i pushed it a little bit too much last week oh yeah and so i've been riding at that point where i'm like i feel pain but i'm not pushing into it i'm I'm pushing up to it right on. so uh it's been feeling nice i was riding around this evening on the way to the beer mongers which is our generous division in 12 yes Yes. this is true um speaking of courtesy of the beer mongers heck let's do it right now sometimes i forget till the end uh thank you (laughs) to the beer mongers it's best to do it up front though it is it is (laughs) and all all thanks to and 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 apologies to the beer mongers on southeast division in 12 thank you for being so understanding for your continued support of our libations cheers everybody cheers you can't really hear it because there are cans. There, there was there one. Yeah. We'll can the, the bottle action. And I'm I'm having a humble C Brewing Company, uh, En La Boca Foggy Double IPA. It had a good label. It kind of looks like. So this is where I'm going to make a terrible comparison. It kind of looks like the Kubernetes ship for like a containerization ish uh, environment. And past that point, if nobody gets that reference, I'm just going to continue going on. Uh, <laughs> but I am a label. I am a label. I'm going to nod as if I got that yeah, reference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just picture Captain Kubi on his little ship there. That dude, uh, right, right. And and if not, there's some good beer at the end of that tunnel. What are you having there, Andrew? Uh, I'm enjoying the level beers. Hazing is socially accessible, acceptable. 
Oh, unacceptable. unacceptable. I like yeah. this label a lot double, more I now. Did, yeah, see, yeah. see, I, I, I did have like, to double read that, but I felt no, like it would not. still be all right. Um, <laughs> that is a, if you didn't get it, a hazy IPA reference. Hazing is socially unacceptable. No, nothing is, hazy about uh, hazing. It's it's unacceptable. For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, and they have the like the, the uh, paddle. The little fraternity paddle is broken. Like, unacceptable. I love it. <laughs> I, I went to Lewis and Clark College where Greek housing was outlawed Ooh. in the 70s. Yeah. So I can get behind that. Yeah. Nice. What are you having, Patty? Uh, I'm having a San Pellegrino. Nice. The best. Do you want me to read The, the finest sure. in mineral water. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron rounding it out. Oh, gosh. Yes. You know, I just assume. Everybody probably knows what I'm drinking. What, what are you drinking, Lionheart. Aaron? <laughs> there it is, a Lionheart. <laughs> Kombucha, today is the ginger fix. Nice. Thank you so much. Nice. This is exactly what I needed today, by the way. Thank Indeed. you. Uh, well, yeah, so thank you to the Beer Mongers, our generous beverage sponsors. Um, and, and Yeah, seg- thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're, they're pretty chill. They're pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that that was my week, was a lot of, a lot of film to buy bike Mm-hmm. Um, stuff we're two days now so by the time folks hear this our deadline for film submission at least for uh, regular submission period will have passed oh. um, so it's been a lot of energy towards that this week and biking around I have been slowly trying to claim 10th and 11th no 11th and 12th as my bike streets and so whoa like southeast yeah okay well because I go down to the beer mongers right, and right. I'm, I'm not going to go on the bike path home I'm going to go the most direct route which happens to be 11th and 12th and so far i haven't been hit maimed injured and or killed so um i'm feeling pretty good about that um i would say on most days it's not too bad yeah the the design speed limit is 30 i think in a lot of sections are close especially close in um to like the belmont hawthorne area 20 is pretty acceptable too yeah Yeah. i'm not i'm not going that much slower um, plus, there's a whole second lane. So if you get tired of waiting behind somebody, <laughs> just go on the other just, lane. Just change lanes. Yeah. I, I, I feel like if I do it at least once a week, which is my current uh, my current go, maybe, maybe it'll normalize in a couple of years. Who knows? Right on. <laughs> I think 11th because it's downhill. Yeah. 12th, I'm a little scared of. 12th? Like, I've definitely gone 12th over to 16th at times. Okay. It just kind of depends on what the feel is. But mm-hmm. I just like how it gets. That transition to Burnside yeah. can get a little sketchy. Totally. For sure. It's it's my one like, st- I guess stake to fall on in southeast in yeah. terms of like I know this isn't a bikeway, but I'm trying to make it one. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> Every street is State a bikeway. Law. Yes. Word. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that was my week. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um. And looking forward to the next one. So we'll have the jury screenings coming up pretty soon. Here, oh, got sweet. a really great jury for this year, and just really excited to show everyone those films. So. Are you gonna have a jury hazing? A jury hazing? I hope Can not. I, oh, God, wait, no. that's unacceptable. It's right, not yes. acceptable. Not Sorry. acceptable. I think I think the jury is probably like... Are you both getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> I have a personal affinity for the beer mongers. It's totally unpaid. <laughs> I, got I paid, pay them I money. Paid they pay me in beer. Yeah, I think, yeah. No, that's no, like so no. much the opposite <laughs> yeah, of what that yeah, jury yeah, screen goes down. Like, I'm, I'm trying to like to like parallel to that in some way. I'm like, no, but there's no I was, parallels. I was trying, I was trying to to make some sort of joke. Okay. I don't know where it was going to go with that, it's, other than the fact that like I used to be on the jury. It's and, true. Like you know, as as a jury veteran, would volunteer my 
my time to haze the the jury <laughs> freshman. You know, consensual in hugs a, in a in a in a joking manner. This was not you know this is for entertainment purposes only, just like my horoscope and my psychic line that I that I also um, one nine hundred A A R O N. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if your horoscope is a joke, Call you need now. a better astrologer. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> cool. Your lucky numbers are. <laughs> Just pick the same every week. No, wait. Switch them up by one. I, I don't know. Five. Nice. And that's it. Oh, okay. I'll I'll try that one. It's uh. I I believe in you. Okay. All right. Well, you didn't come here to listen to me bullshit about <laughs> right. <room> number five. <laughs> Let's talk bike touring. Oh. Let's right. talk cycling. Let's talk Portland. Let's talk the world, and more specifically what you're doing in the next month and a half or so. Um, what was the genesis for this? What what sort of kicked it off? Well, um, I love bikes, and <laughs> I don't want to speak for Patty. I also, I also love okay, bikes. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. You're, you're in. <laughs> Welcome to the club. She's like, eh, I felt eh. a little pressured. <laughs> okay. Um, I've always loved adventure and traveling and bikes, <laughs> and the uh, the combination of all those things seemed a little inevitable. And it was more that the genesis came from Patty in terms of the actual logistics. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so for me, it was something that I wanted to do. I've wanted to do this for six years. Oh, wow. And so six years ago, I decided I wanted to do it. And I said, in three years, <laughs> I'll ride my bike across the country. Um, six years ago, you six said years in three ago, years. So, okay. so a little bit of math yeah. here. Three years ago, I wasn't riding my bike <laughs> across the country. Uh, I was starting grad school. And I also had taken no steps financially or logistically to start that. So I was sad. Did you put it on your dream wall, at least? <laughs> yeah, I put it on. Well, yeah. I mean, I like, put it on my mental. Like, I'm not giving yeah. up on this. But it's not going to work right now. Keep keeping the dream alive. Yeah. Also, I think I thought it would just happen, and then it it takes a lot more than that. So <laughs> like, lesson one. Three yeah, years later. Lesson one: do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, I at that time though, three years ago, when I was starting grad school for to get my master's in teaching. I was like, okay, I'll be in school for two years, and then I'll teach for a year, and I'll go in the summer, three years from now, uh, while I'm paid, because teachers get paid in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. But three years ago, you did, like, fly to New Orleans and ride to Florida. Yes. So you did, like, a little, you got a little taste of it. Yeah. Oh, good memory. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So... I went with my friend Eli, and we rode from the southeast part of the southern tier. So we rode from Flor- from New Orleans to Florida and mm-hmm. Florida. And just for our listeners unfamiliar with the southern tier, uh, would you mind telling us a little bit about what that is? Oh, yeah. So um, adventure cycling has several routes around the country that you can take. So there's three routes, I think, across the U.S., yeah, and then like dozens that are more local. Yeah. Yeah. So the southern tier is the southernmost route, and it follows 
pretty closely to the border through Texas and then along the coast on the east side and mm-hmm. then um, from San Diego. It starts in San Diego. To St. Augustine, Florida. To St. Augustine, Florida. So we bought all Ooh. the maps. Oh. It's like the oldest settlement in the U.S. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's recently what somebody told us about it. <laughs> and they were kind of like, and nothing else. <laughs> and I'm excited because I've never been there or Florida or <laughs> Alabama or the state next to that. You should Mississippi. Louisiana. Mississippi or Louisiana. <laughs> Just that I whole just, like southeastern exactly. Yeah. Have you okay. been to Texas? Never been to Texas. Wow. Yeah. Have you been south of the Mason Dixon line at all? Where's St. Louis in relation to that? Uh that might be uh, north of it, actually. <laughs> that might still be north of the Mason Dixon uh, line. It's that. like not a straight line. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Wow. Uh Santa Fe? That's like Santa Fe, St. Louis. Santa Fe Louis. is south of the Mason-Dixon line, but if, it's, if it actually extended that far right. west. Hmm. I'm, I'm now Googling the Mason-Dixon <laughs> line. Nice, nice. Oh, good. It's good. It's good to know. Um, so you did a bike trip three years ago and then decided that was pretty fun. Uh, Yeah. Yes. Let's wait three years and then do something bigger. Yeah, I did the three-year, I redid the three-year goal. After you banked like... 60,000 you get teaching the year yeah. of school. <laughs> okay, and I didn't teach this year. <laughs> so um, what what sort of served as your inspiration oh, nice. for doing the entire stretch of it? Was it sort of time limiting when you when you did the previous trip and you just wanted to go back and, and do it more more in a full sense? Uh, so the previous trip was kind of anchored with around meeting my friend in New Orleans and then we had this kind of like vague idea to make our way east from there. Um, so it wasn't possible time-wise. I was working at the time, so I just could only get like a few weeks off. Okay. And then also with my friend, we it didn't make sense to do the whole route. Okay. But um, I did the flattest part of the route. Nice. <laughs> and it was, it was really amazing. And it made me feel really committed to doing the whole route. Nice. So the plan for your upcoming trip is you'll be doing train to Monterey and then from Monterey out. Um, how much of a connection are you going to have to do from Monterey? So are you trying to tag down to the southern tier or yeah. are you going to go Monterey and just kind of like zigzag up over a couple of pathways? Oh, no, we're going to take the coast to L.A. OK. Yeah. So I've always wanted to do that because I grew up in Monterey County. OK. And so my folks are there. That's so we're going to like have a little stopover. Nice. And then end up in L.A. and then deal with the sprawl of it somehow mm-hmm. and then hit uh, Joshua Tree and Salton Sea are things I'm really excited about. Oh, yeah. And then kind of wind over to the southern tier, like midway east through California. OK. Have um, I, I mean, I guess. Hopefully, it won't be a question that needs answering by the time you're on your ride. But have you considered the, <laughs> the like park closures? I guess in in regards oh, to yes. Joshua Tree, oh, yes. has that thrown any wrenches in your route? Uh, well, like I'm assuming that it's not going to go on. But at this point, like that's not a really <laughs> right. well based assumption. Yeah. You can just flip a coin. Yeah. At this point, yeah. Uh, and I was going to meet a friend of mine that lives in Bishop, California, and Ooh. he was he was telling me that somebody that he knows is a big climber came to visit him. To climb a Joshua tree and it's just like not doing it now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's January. Then I was realizing, oh, actually, we're it's coming up. We're going to be there in February. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This yeah, might yeah. be real. Yeah. Also, yeah. we need our tax returns. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> send them ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it might, might be open, might not. Bishop, too, is I'm 
really glad you're riding through there. That's just a wonderful place from everything that I've heard. Oh, we're, we're, we'll be missing that. That's oh, pretty okay. far north. So he lives <laughs> gotcha. there. He'd be driving down to like uh, ride okay. with us run, and camp in Joshua Tree. Nice. It's you know it's after after the train ride. It's all very theoretical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on. Which is part of it's the like, fun. If we can just get this one spot right, like or this one detail like done. The rest, eh, we'll just figure it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we bought the train tickets, and then we bought our plane tickets home. That was, like, the strategy. From so, New right. York City. <laughs> yeah. And then there's <laughs> just, put the like, carrot three on the stick. months yeah. just get there. Oh, cool. That's But actually... we have been planning more than that. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that, that sounds like a good <laughs> timeline. I, I think three months across the United States from folks I've talked to is a very doable amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, we're shooting for, like, a 50-mile-a-day thing. Yeah. And I didn't think it was 55, but... 55. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're I mean, also, average, not, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're not committed to, like, ride every mile of it. Yeah. So if we run into something that's, un- like, really unpleasant or not, like, feels risky, we'll take a bus or uh, rent a car, mm-hmm. whatever we need to do. Can you still air this episode now knowing that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, Scrap. Everything's done. <laughs> Get <mean>. out. <laughs> so I was, I was actually just going to say, I think some of my more enjoyable trips have been a mixture of transportation. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, cool. I, I like, I completely understand that degree of, I have to do like, you know, sand to sand, one end of the ocean to the other tire on the road the entire time. And yeah. I, I respect that form of transportation, but I myself have found that mixing it up with a lot of different styles, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just as you were kind of saying, like it allows you to get through some nasty parts or get yeah. where you want to go when you want to get there. And then if you find some place that's really cool or some place that's not really cool, you can kind of like jump ahead or stay longer and not really worry about that time frame quite totally. so much. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how we want to approach it. Nice. Do you but, have some spots lined up on your way across? Like must hit this yeah. place. Yeah. Well, um, so we want to go to Joshua Tree which we may or may not be able to do. Uh, we'll ride down the coast. That feels really set that we'll ride from Monterey to LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless there's mudslides. Right, <laughs> oh, yeah. which will happen in the Big Sur area sometimes. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. in that case, we would take a train further or something. Yeah. Oh, but they just they just repaired like... They just patched much, it up. Yeah, much yeah. of Big Sur. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I I did that with Brock and Adele uh sometime. Gosh, it's gotta be like four years ago now. Um Ride your bike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. Oh, that was uh the Red Hair Among Horses first long bike trip. Oh yeah. Nice. Um, I didn't even have a Brooks at that time. Could what does that mean? Red Hair Among Horses. That's that's the name of my bicycle. Oh. <laughs> that's your surly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What saddle did you ride then? It was it was a that's a good question. It was a Selly. No, it was okay. a Selly Anatomica. No. Oh. No, cuz that's a leather yeah, saddle. It's a leather it saddle. wasn't a leather. It was, what? you know, just a just kind of your squishy padded. Okay. Regular. Cell Royal or eh, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know cuz like Selly like is a prefix on a bunch of different brands. Okay. Right. Apparently. I didn't but know. I know it had a cutout. Does it mean saddle? I don't know. I'm going to say yes <laughs> in, in, in Italian. Sure. <laughs> Patty is not sponsored by Cell Anatomica, but loves those saddles. I nice. do. Oh, yeah? It's kind of a love-hate, but I do really like that their saddles. Yeah. But they don't. Is that like, what you're you riding on currently? On oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I have um, one. It's actually my third. And they have uh, different 
like weight limits for different saddles. Okay. And they used to have different rails. Now they've upgraded all the rails. Anyway, so I bought a, the first saddle. It's the most comfortable saddle I've ever sat on, but then the rails went. Oh, no. Oh. So, like, yeah. Oh. So they- I bought a new one and then upgraded the rails, which was an option they had. And that lasted, but then the leather felt kind of like it just like feels like it stretches out fast oh it's like thinner leather mm-hmm. it's yeah it's significantly thinner than the brooks right oh yeah. yeah 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 it's like a literal hammock it's amazing that it actually works yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> <laughs> so i bought another one for the trip which i just got today uh which is like the like long distance like heavier weighted riders saddle oh came in the mail it came in the mail all and right. i put it on nice all right and i love it <laughs> excited to break it in yeah well it doesn't need to be broken in that's one of the cool oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay there's um what is it Bertold something there's like a 300 hundred dollar french saddle that i have always looked at but never bought they're like pre-worn leather i think you can get the brooks pre-worn. really yeah where it's already know. it's already ready to fit. Like I don't glove. know if I could do that. I mean, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'll just get, I'll just spend what I can already spend on a Brooks, and then like, well, there's like seven yeah. years out of it. It's worn by 15. somebody else or like machine. I think it's machine worn. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to hope. I so. want that job well, though. No, but you yeah. wonder. You want to ride this like, saddle for the next three years? I mean, if there if there's like masticated goat poop coffee, I'm sure there's something yeah. like, um, like oh yeah, like yellow yellow jersey saddles. Like each of these saddles has been like ridden on by some tour de france winner or yeah. some shit like that choose, um, choose your butt call, calling that idea before somebody takes it uh <laughs> but yeah I, i'm glad that you found a it's it's nice when you can find a brand that you're comfortable with and yeah. comfortable enough to try it a couple times and, and really get to know it there yes yeah i definitely when i first got it was like what <laughs> like i can sit on i can ride like over 50 miles easily Without, like, even noticing it. In one sitting. In one sitting. Yeah. Nice. So, they don't pay me. <laughs> Just a fan. Like a, I give the cons, too. Yeah. I feel like leather is, is finicky. Like, I've had two leather saddles myself, both of Brooks. And the first one, like, it was kind of a swing in the miss. I realized I needed the anatomical relief yeah. after I'd purchased the saddle. Um, and then the second one was sort of, like, water damaged. And so, I feel like you... The next saddle I might get would maybe still be a Brooks, but I'd probably think about their uh, non-leather material or something like that. Oh, the uh, the cambium. Yeah, the cambium. Mm. Uh, just because it's rubber. It's a yeah. It's a natural it's like a, rubber. Is it yep. okay? It feels like there's like a like jean weave or, a, or something. Yeah. It's a cotton. Okay, the cotton. I think uh, overlay on cotton top duck. Of it? Who knows? Yeah. One of those words. Um, I know it as the Brock, vegan saddle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Brock has the cambium. I, I started that. on a cambium, um, and I didn't like it as much. Okay. Because uh, when it got wet, it would stick to my pants. No. Yeah. Well, you don't want that. <laughs> Sticky <laughs> pants saddle. Yeah. I, I didn't like that. So That just makes for a dangerous dismount. Right? Yeah. It's the saddle that wants to go where you want to go. <laughs> it's, it's I guess. To be friends. <laughs> just wants to be friends. Wow, you just flipped that really well. <laughs> a fan. This um, the next saddle he wants to buy. So. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like sell it for himself. I'm going gonna, gonna to definitely try to squeeze another like five years out of my current Brooks, but uh, yeah. uh, we, we shall see. Um, yeah, so saddle's important. You talked a little bit earlier about preparation, and I feel like saddles kind of get us nicely into that topic. Yeah. 
what would you say your preparation was for the first trip that you endeavored? And what do you think is, has changed in those three years between then and now in terms of how you're approaching this, this journey? Well, the first trip, uh, I was a much bigger bicycle commuter, I guess. I was riding my bike a lot, a lot more than I do now. And so for, in terms of like, physical preparation i didn't do anything okay. i just kind of took my bike and went nice um but i got some gear together i have like have nice gear over the years so that's also kind of a little bit built in okay and there's some stuff that i know i like but i got i think that for that trip i got panniers new panniers um which have since fallen apart and i got new ones for this trip too ah. <laughs> Nice. Or new used ones, I should say. Uh, and thanks to Washco Bikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice plug. <laughs> Good people out there. Oh, Washco Bikes. That's um, Joe Kermeski's project. Yeah, he just yeah. took over as the ED. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it used to be a BTA project way back in the day. Oh, you're right, right. Yeah. I should know that. <laughs> but the metal cowboys <laughs> at the helm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we picked her out. Um and some dates and i kind of i got some gear ready and my bike ready and i i shipped it for the first time and with it in a plane mm-hmm. so i packed it in a bike box uh but not much <laughs> okay do you feel like so you weren't necessarily uh like severely educated by gear choice or lack of gear choice on the first trip enough to i guess did you have any lessons that you'd learned off that first trip that you are sort of applying to this one or more just it's it's the same old it's just going to be out out and about and uh, have a go at it there yeah well I, this will be different because there will be a lot more climbing mm-hmm. and the weather will i mean the part we rode through is like <clears throat> flat like on the adventure cycling maps there's not even like a what is it called an elevation chart okay for <laughs> that section <laughs> they're, like, oh, wow. they're like you're fine. not bothering yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so flat where the scale was, is like two thousand miles yeah <laughs> So that's really nice. Uh, and it was, it was like 70 degrees every day. Nice. And we rode like on the beach. <laughs> so it was very easy and leisurely. And mm-hmm. like, it was just like a beach trip. We just would ride and then stop at the beach <laughs> and like sunbathe and swim and then like get back on our bikes <laughs> and then be like, hmm, just 30 miles today. Okay. <laughs> we thought we'd go 70, but we'll stop here. Uh, so this ride will be, well, I'll need one more clothes because it'll be cold at first and we'll ride through, I think, two mountain ranges. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time we talked about this, Andrew's like, actually. <laughs> well, I'm not really like, because I don't think of them as the Rockies, but it's still the Continental Divide. So I don't know. I still need to do a little research. Can you all <laughs> answer? Like yeah. more Sierras? Or... You might want to get that. <laughs> get going so, uh, I know there's a Continental Divide. <laughs> It is doable. When in doubt, just head further south. Yeah. yeah. Hit the pass later. When in doubt, take the bus. I mean, eventually you'll hit like a river or yes. something, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> so they've told me. We have the maps. There's some, yeah. you know, there's and elevation. The so so just to point out something kind of like magical about the Adventure Cycling Association maps is like, it might seem very blase about just talking about, we, you know, like we're just going to follow the maps, but they are actually that good. Like you, you could just totally like, on site show up and be like well i'm gonna follow the directions yeah, and the yeah. maps won't let you down so i feel like even though we're talking about planning 
I feel that realistically, you don't need to plan as long as you have the maps to a to a certain <laughs> to extent. To an extent, yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like I'm like I get really stressed out when we start to plan it out really well. Okay, I'm just like it's gonna change. Nice. When we start looking oh, at like, why are you trying to control this, this now? This, this, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like ah. So just I like yourself up for disappointment. Yeah, I mean not disappointment, but just like I don't want to get like married to any idea if like something also seems really great when we're on the route. Yeah, like I we might not follow the map the maps. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to like talk to folks along the way, and they say like you got to go and do this. Yeah. Uh, exactly. One thing on the is the um, White Sands has like a full moon ride where everybody turns their lights off and the moon just hits the oh. White Sands and you can and it's, it's like only magical bikes. and it's yeah they only let it open to bikes. Like midnight. But <laughs> I my bike the bike shop I work at is in a used bookstore so I've been looking through like books from the nineties that say stuff like this so I don't know how real that is. <laughs> oh right, or you but, can show up and do your own. Yeah, exactly. Ride. Yeah, the moon still exists and the dunes are still there so. There's opportunity there. Nice. No, it's on their current website too. Oh, cool! All right, <laughs> <laughs> you're good. But the success. the timing of that is really tricky for us. Right? Yeah, because <laughs> it's a, it's a full moon like now. Yeah. So yeah. you've got 28 days to get there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go <laughs> or 56. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There you go. Hey, what'd you uh, folks do? Oh, we rode around California and then took the train to New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sounds fun. Yeah. I feel like I've been downplaying that we're doing the trip just just in case something like that happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then oh, Andrew but no, was oh, like, go on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Great. Like, I think, honestly, like that's part of what piqued my interest in you guys doing this trip is, uh, you know, I, I hate this sounds so like pompous. <laughs> I apologize to our listeners for what I'm about to say, but like I hear about like bike tours a lot, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, I put in over here, you know, dip my tire in the ocean over here, and mm-hmm. dip my other tire in the ocean over here, you know, and adventure happened along the way, and it's cool. I <clears throat> I like reading about these things, you know, and and people's uh, travel logs or whatever. But after a while, it's like, yeah, okay, so you went from east to west or west to east or or whatever. Um, And each one's slightly different. But yours is the first that I know of, well, with a few exceptions anyways, where it's like (laughs) intentional, like, yeah, we'll we'll start off here, but we're definitely going to take a train from here to here. And we might take a train from here to here. I don't know. We'll Mm -hmm. see. And like not committed like it has to be on on the bike the whole time yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like uh i forgot what i was just gonna say you're good <laughs> edit that out edit that out <laughs> <laughs> well it just it, it seems a lot more down to earth i guess or, or more realistic yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as like you know trying to get rad or or have an epic adventure type of thing yeah, we got a lot of books for Christmas about people doing this sort of thing and like biking across America is like the classic or whatever. Yeah. And I read the beginning of it and he like hauls his bike on this trail on the like the northwesternmost part of the Olympic Peninsula so he can have his bike there and then hauls it back. Hmm. And I was just there in July and it's like it's 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 a reservation. It's like an indigenous land. Oh. And you shouldn't be like carrying your bike no. on your shoulder through that. It's like I get the point of it is just kind of obnoxious. Hmm. Not to diss like the classic of 
the <laughs> writing about like riding your bike cross country. But edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know our tagline for the show. <laughs> right? It's being established. <laughs> oh, you're good. Um, but yeah, I th- it's like my mindset is more like I work in a bike shop with like lots of used parts, and it's like really fun to like like see what I can like what kind of bike I can make out of that, and not like what is the the like the fancy thing mm-hmm. to put on your bike. What's the, like the most like gnar way to like do the trip? It's just to like. What's like the kind of like the punk rock like way of doing a thing? Sure. Yeah, I feel like it in my mind, it's more like a bunch of little tours. Like we're going to go from Monterey to L.A. and then we'll be in L.A. So like we can get anything we need there. And then we're going to like pick and like star in a couple of films or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like a light rail All system that can take us like almost to the desert. Mm-hmm. And then we have friends. Or we take yeah. like a crazy interstate over a mountain range. Yeah. We don't know yet. Nice. Yeah, or Andrew's parents are gonna follow us in their car. That that's an option that my parents have they're both retired and they have see them with their like four-way flashers on like right behind you the whole time i'm pro them their support for sure they they have a subaru with like not like bike racks but just like the rubber things on the top of the car Mm -hmm. and my mom was like we have we have bike racks (laughs) and i don't know exactly how that works but we could just strap them to the top of the car hang out with their puppy in the back seat Nice. Call it a day. But, that, yeah. <laughs> but in that version you're explaining, they're just driving us and our bikes across the country. Right. But you I, did state that you were you were pretty chill about how you got right, the exactly, yeah. it's, <laughs> fair, it's fair game. Well, <laughs> I do want to ride my bike yeah. a little. Uh, <laughs> I feel like anybody who's come out of Monterey, at least down from like the bay, will get a chance to ride their bike a little. That's, you know, in terms of a start, I think that was actually one of the hardest hills for me. So Okay. I'm, oh, yeah. Yeah, just like yeah. like Big Sur makes it worth it, but gosh, that's a hill. Yep. <laughs> um, From so, Monterey on the one. Yeah. 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 Our, our friends, Anna and also Andrew, just did that round. Nice. They were like, it's really hilly. Yeah. It'll, <laughs> it, it kind of like sets that sets that pace but then you're in big sur and you're like ah oh, screw it it's this is freaking gorgeous oh, yeah, the yeah. views are amazing yeah. yeah i feel like that'll be a special trip yeah when we were looking at we have like kind of like paced out where we'll be throughout the whole trip but when we go down the coast which is not that far and is the very beginning of our trip and isn't really the most like adventurous part because like we've been in that area a lot i grew we, up there we're only going like 25 to 40 miles a day just because we want to stop everywhere totally, like, we yeah. are, like well, yeah. we want to camp here and we want to camp here and we want to camp here so yeah that's like a funny part of the trip where it's like ah there's so much to see mm-hmm. it makes it that's partly why i'm like let's not commit to it yeah, <laughs> right. well, i i think that that's really smart in a lot of ways because it's a very pragmatic approach to bike touring yeah and i think for me one of the biggest things that I noticed myself transitioning from, like if I look at my earlier touring days to some of my more recent ones, is you really go from saying like, I will be here to I hope to be here. Yeah. And, and you're just acknowledging that like, yeah, I might see I might see some cool rocks that I want to take a photo <laughs> of. Or, and like, oh gosh, there's a salamander. I just spent four hours like taking photos of salamanders <laughs> in a park. I'm not going to be there tonight. <laughs> like you allow for that to exist instead of just like, because the whole point and I think what I'm sensing from this is you're more interested in the experience than any specific moment in that. 
Uh, so I think it's nice that you're allowing yourselves to be open to that. Totally, yeah. Because we could plan out all these like fun details, but then they'd be planned, and that would not be the the point. Yeah, and <laughs> like they're gonna. And that's not to say planning is bad. It's like if you're a planner. <laughs> yeah, I think I think <laughs> you you see me as a planner in the bike tour category. Okay, yeah. I did like there was there was some like 700c like 12 marathons that were used <laughs> in the shop like in October, and I was like, I'm gonna take these. I'm gonna put them on my bike a week before we leave. Yeah, be set. Good to go. That kind of planning, you know. I feel like another piece, all of that that you're saying about the purpose, but also for me, I feel like in the last like couple of years, I've like had, I don't know, I've like developed more anxiety or like my relationship to anxiety from school and work, I think, is just like, it's changed. Like, I feel like mm. I can't like escape it like i you know like i can go away for the weekend but it's still kind of with me it's like creepy mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah it's like was intense for a while and now i'm also kind of like i hope yeah <laughs> you want to de- you want to decompress yeah that when we ride our bikes across the country there will be a piece of like that anxiety that like diminishes back to like and like a way i think it used to be you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, because, like, when I was younger, I, like, really aspired to give no fucks, but also gave a lot of fucks because I was, like, I got to, like, be this person. And then maybe, like, hitting 30, I was, like, I'm no longer going to give any fucks. I don't know how to do that. So I see this bike trip as, like, a way of resetting and finally getting to a point where Take- I can just, like... You can, absolutely you give can, no fucks. You can give the appropriate amount of fucks. Exactly. Yeah. So I can One. I can be an upfuck <laughs> <laughs> or two, depending on the circumstance. That's how it starts. <laughs> oh, well, I haven't taken the trip yet. I haven't hit the reset button. Yeah, don't start now. <laughs> you gotta wait till the. Trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's nice. Kind of like deprogram a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But uh, we we do have to find somebody to sublet our apartment. That's a <laughs> that's a fuck that we have to give. <laughs> in Lens, oh, are you gonna in Lens? Huh? In Lens, yes. Lens is Lens is is upcoming. It's an up and coming neighborhood. Eight fifty a month. It's been there. Three months. <laughs> <laughs> There's. Have you heard of the Green Line? I have heard of. I so I used I my first uh, my first place. Coming to Portland was in Lentz. Ah, yeah. Oh like, wow. What do you got through? You still live there? Did he really? The Portland history. Back yeah, when matter of fact, like the WPA ninety second in, yeah, they, like, in Foster paid him to live there. or ninety second in Woodstock. Really? Oh it's, yeah, it's the yeah. same thing. No, that's that's like right down the street from yeah. where I used to live. Yeah, well, yeah. Or I want to hear more. Or I want to <laughs> at least read more. Oh yeah, you'll have to read about it. He Sounds was good. like, that's uh, about all I got. Yeah, no, you're good. No, he was uh, hired by the Bonneville Electric Company to like. Mm-hmm. Stay there and like write songs about you know hydroelectric power. Roll on, Columbia. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, when I first learned he lived there, I felt like Lentz was so far away too. Like, <laughs> no, he lived in Lentz. Oh, that's like a different city. <laughs> and now I live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I I could imagine back in that day too, it would have felt like that. You know, to whatever extent that's still true of Lentz today. Um, yeah, it must have been just a different place because you, if you even look at stuff like Sandy, like into the 1920s, 1930s, like the east side of the city has just changed. Well, the whole city's changed, but some have changed like very quickly and in a very profound way. Um, so that's interesting. I'll 
I'd like to look that up because I feel like I owe it to him at least in some namesake, namesake. fashion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to uh to be informed. Yeah. It's worth it. Cool. But Lens is very cool because it's one of the the like pre automotive like settlements. Okay. So it was like mostly there by nineteen thirty. That's east of eighty second. Mm-hmm. And that all that stuff is still there. There's just like this gigantic freeway plopped in the middle of it. Kaplu. Kaplu. I-205. Hey, yeah. and Foster, which is soon to be a bike lane. Yeah, yeah. Coming up. Yeah. You can act like it is one now, but. Just like 11th so and 12th are bike lanes. <laughs> when that like first came, became public, like, yeah, there's going to be bike lanes on Foster. Um, I, I don't think I was living in Lens at the time, but I was still going there a, yeah. a lot. And so I would get on Foster and ride in the lane and be like, you know, like, you're going to have to get used to us being here. <laughs> yeah. Ah! yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, looking back, it was kind of dumb. But... Yeah. <laughs> looking back, you're like, I glad I, I'm glad I made it through those years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I survived. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, well, are there any elements of your trip that you know to the extent that things can be figured out Oop. Uh, i have i have some burning questions do it oh yes. okay Launch yes <laughs> this, this is gonna be kind of juicy like so have you have you thought relationship dynamics <laughs> in the in the realm of uh, traveling together another um, book that we got over christmas was brian benson's oh, going somewhere going somewhere yeah. yeah it's such a good book and uh there's a lot of relationship dynamics there, and we read it together, and it's narrated by the uh, the man of the relationship. And right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, do tell. Um, so it, the book leaves a lot to desired in terms of like inter interpersonal relationship stuff, but basically. I don't think he realized that he would get into a fight before, like he left, or at least the narrator doesn't. I think it says. No, you in definitely there. get that impression. He's like, oh, oh, th- oh yeah. we're getting in a fight. Oh, this is unexpected. Hmm. Yeah, but um, what? I, you, personal question. I'm realizing all of a sudden as I'm yeah. diving into I've it. I've thought about it and talked about it a lot. <laughs> okay, but yeah, we're gonna get in the fight just now we'll, with Andrew. We'll grow. No, with Andrew. <laughs> also, without Andrew, though. <laughs> talked about it with a bunch of other people. My therapist, my parents, right? all my friends. That's, that's why yeah. they're gonna this follow podcast. us across the- <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like it's supposed to be tough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we, I don't know, I feel a little bit like we would fight anyways if we just, like, lived in Portland and not lived our lives. Hmm. Uh... So, I don't know. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, yeah, I I've, I get sad sometimes. Sometimes I get mad. I'm not my best <laughs> self. But, um, you know, we give each other space to figure it out. That's part of the trip. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, <laughs> let bygones be bygones. Bike gones. Bike gones. We, it'll be... And bike on. Right? Yeah. yeah. Bike on. All right. Let bike guns be bike guns and bike on. That's I'm probably gonna that's gonna loop through my head through all of Arizona. <laughs> the trip be is, cursing me. <laughs> the trip is absolutely gonna be difficult in a bunch of ways too. I mean, like I feel like we're like, oh, we're really excited for the adventure and journey, and we're just gonna stop at all of these awesome parks and like 
do whatever we want to do but it's also going to be like physically hard mm-hmm. emotionally hard just like on like for well, ourselves, and the added dynamic of like finding parks might be closed yeah sure. places mm-hmm. to stay every day yeah and like working together every day but we already work together every day so <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh, it feels like i i mean if it feels like we can do it and definitely like a fight will happen at least once <laughs> i'm guessing it'll be about uh gear packing <laughs> um yeah full disclosure i lost patty's tent on a practice um <laughs> on a practice run yeah <laughs> oh my god like uh, where'd you pack the tent i packed it at the campsite <laughs> wait the campsite that was 80 miles ago yeah that one well you it's so yeah. you you, ha- you close your this paneers guy said he would take it to the next town for me <laughs> Oh, you have the sweet spot on the rack between the paneers. You can just shove a thing there, <laughs> like a tent, and uh, it was it was not there. We didn't <laughs> find out oh, until we went oh, on our like next a, practice. Like a week later, <laughs> yeah. Oh no! We were like, "Where's the tent?" Oh gosh! Wow! <laughs> but um, the we got the upgrade, which the uh, the poles they go more up at the beginning, and then they tilt in. So you get a little bit more living space at the bottom. Oh, so right. yeah. I, I bought that for us, and <laughs> I, I have no regrets. It was a learning <laughs> lesson. Well, nice. the tent was uh, older. I mean, like, I'd had it for over five years, so I thought about replacing it for the trip, but ultimately decided it would make it. Mm-hmm. So when we got it, <laughs> uh, it felt, like, fine. Yeah. But imagine but uh, like the Matthew Mendez uh, wind chime ride and, <laughs> and that person putting a bunch of living supplies on a bicycle. Um, I, I remember the wind chime yeah. ride pretty vividly. For, for folks who haven't, what is the wind chime ride? Um, our friend Matthew, he led this ride and I got a comically large wind chime at the Goodwill. I'm talking like two foot long like wind chime yeah, like tubes. Nice. And I believe I suspended it from my rear rack going outwards. Yes. Which I realized going to the wind chime ride was very problematic because if as I banked, the wind chimes <laughs> would go out and then they would come back into my wheel. Uh. <laughs> and so I started the ride with lots of wind chimes, ended the ride with one and a broken spoke. Oh, no. I was going to say, like, <laughs> you, you broke at least one spoke. That's yeah. like the hardcore wind chime ride. <laughs> Yes. So that's us across the country, yeah, yeah, like nice. sharing gear. Nice. <laughs> you, um, you have since like fixed that wheel, right? Uh, I have, yes. Okay, I'm not using that one though. <laughs> oh, okay. um, I've got a nice I feel double wall. Yeah, now. yeah. Okay. Uh, same cassette though. The uh, the smallest cog is worn out, so it's limited into the second the smallest cog, and which is good because my shifter doesn't go to seven. So you can imagine. Going from that second smallest cog into six, that's the whole range right there. Right. So. <laughs> I'm trying to hide my concerns. <laughs> you guys are going to have so much fun. It's going to be great. <laughs> It'll be an adventure. Life no. is a fun experiment. That's why we're not going on a tandem bike. Oh, right. yeah. Yes. Which several people have suggested. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Do really? they hate you? <laughs> I think they are just. I sorry, they're just sorry. joking that, around. That was that was, that was snide. <laughs> they, I should not have said that. Edit it out. Edit yeah. it out. <laughs> I'm writing down our catchphrases, and so far I have let bygones be bike gones and bike on, and then edit it out is the next catchphrase. So 
If we can make our way to three, we'll be a triad of catchphrases for this show. But um, that too might be edited out. Sorry. <laughs> in terms of etiquette um, for couples riding their bikes across the country, I think you handle it very well. A lot of people just say like, "Oh, so when are you gonna break up?" Mm. Or oh. they or they make it a joke about a tandem. Well, I mean, if you're not I, riding I, a tandem, right. you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. No, I my my assumption is like you know you probably already had some sort of discussion along this <laughs> along these lines, or there's at least this this understanding like, yeah, we're we're pretty good with each other we're we're planning this trip yeah you know uh so that i guess the nature of my question is like uh more along the lines of like you know how do you how do you two argue and have you thought about like <laughs> like you know when when conflict arises how that will play out you know um because the tent's only so big and, <laughs> for sure right um, <laughs> I also wonder when people too I, mean, I, I think you kind of have already answered, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if you just like go on like very far, and then the other person just eventually catches up with you, how long do you play with that? Yeah, hmm. you know, visual like visual distance seems to be like a good thing, but you've talked to a lot of people that take tours. Like, how does that etiquette usually go? Uh, snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends. <laughs> If yeah. you get too far yeah. ahead, you eat a snack. You mean? Well, no, 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 no. Like as far as like the the conflict, you know, mm. just just share a snack with each other. Oh, you know, okay, that okay. helps like you know bring mm. some of the the cortisone down. Plus, you're getting um, food for blood sugar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you toured with Anna? Oh no. <laughs> oh, you thought about it, and you think you're not. Question. We're how, not. How did you answer that? Eric? We're not ready. Oh, okay. <laughs> edit that out. I, edit I, that no, out. I, I'm sure she. I'm sure she would. Uh, she would. She would agree with that. We've been camping together, though, bike camping, and that that was actually quite fun. Um, I would, I would definitely. I think we're more in the like, let's wade into it before mm. we, you know, learn how to like swim in the deep end. Right. But uh, I would definitely do more like multi-day tour or not tours, but like camping trips with mm-hmm. her. Yeah. It's nice to work your way up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think from uh, personal experience and also a lot of observation. Bike tours don't fix anything, nor do they break anything. Sure. Yeah. You're yeah. kind of just where you are, where you were in a bike setting. Wait, so then have you toured with a partner? I have. <laughs> I get to, I get a, I won't, I won't go into it too far, but there's a reason <laughs> I had landed in Portland in 2013 and it wasn't because I didn't want to finish my bike ride, oh. <laughs> but it turned out it's to be the right It's because you move. finished your bike ride? It's because my bike ride finished, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Life goes on. Uh, we when we read um, going somewhere is that what it's called yeah uh, we read it we got it as a Christmas gift and then we were like reading it at the same time and talking about it but I was like whoa <laughs> these people are gonna break up this is like, <laughs> like like you you gleaned that <laughs> yeah like early five. on yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like okay uh, so it did feel like. It felt like a bad omen. Mm. Like a, I was like, "Oh, does that mean just right. any couple that rides across the country is going to break is gonna up?" Is going to break up? Oh, there's but they were no, also no, there's, there's so many examples plenty. of the opposite. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you're safe. Thank We've you. even interviewed at least one couple that's yeah. that's traveled. What was that one together. couple? That one <laughs> the Zavitoskis. One couple. Gosh, what was their name? Yeah. The Zavitoskis. Well, there's somebody at Bikecraft had written a book, and his whole thing I was, was like, "Ask you about this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "We wanted to like have drama and stuff, but it was just totally fine, so we wrote a, a novel. <laughs> <laughs> so we made drama. Yeah. I'm in the middle of that book. It's um, have you 
Have you read much of it yet? Or? I haven't gotten into it too oh, much. Okay. Mostly yeah, because I got five other books at Christmas. Yeah, little, it's a really good book. Um, I I won't spoil it too much. They're going to okay. other than the fact that on what? the show, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Tailwinds from Florence. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Doug, whose last name I cannot remember at this moment, uh, will be on next month. Excellent. Um, or maybe three weeks. No. Um, cool. But anyways, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty good book. Um, it's not your typical bike tour log type mm-hmm. type book. Um, there's it's definitely fiction. That's that's the best way to explain it without spoiling anything. Okay, we'll have to read it. But Patty was just taking some diligent notes. And I, <laughs> I look over and it's a cat. <laughs> Patty's drawn a cat. I was inspired by your review of the book. <laughs> <laughs> Do you folks have pets that'll be staying at home while you ride? Uh, just plants. Okay. <laughs> just plants, which I'm very worried about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anybody's looking for a house-sitting gig where you pay eight fifty a month <laughs> and <love> plants. <laughs> and, and feed plants. Nice. I'll put, um, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to share with the world about your... Or, I should say, Aaron, did you get, all, did you get your questions then? Yes. However... We should talk about women. Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Because yeah. we've never we've never really had a representative from women bike on on the show yet. Yeah. Let Let's transition from bike touring into women bike. Yeah. Um. I would love to. Thank you. <laughs> uh, or not. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Thank you for the wonderful stickers. Yes. Oh yes, we brought some women bike stickers. Uh. So women bike is a street trust program that. Um. The purpose is really to kind of inspire and cultivate biking for women, trans, femme, non-binary folks in the area and aspiring cyclists uh, so that we can kind of like get a little bit more representation in the community. Um, So kind of like the heart of the program is the Facebook group, which nobody in this room would be on but me. but it, there are about 1,500 people who are on the group oh, in nice. Portland. Wow. Um, and it's just a conversation. So there are lots of different people who are posting resources and questions and um, about events that are happening and rides that are exclusive for WTF cyclists or that aren't but are welcoming and safe spaces. Um, and so the Facebook group is really exciting because it really kind of like has its own drive and I, a lot of people join and then post and say things like, um, I used to be a cyclist, but I'm not anymore and I really want to get into it again or I've never done this, but I like want to do the Seattle to Portland ride. Um, this is the kind of bike I have just sort of like lots of different like, uh, community support questions. Hmm. Um, and Women Bike also has a like a mentor program, and they're called Role Models. And there's R O L L. R O L L. Nice, nice. Uh, a very smart pun. Uh, so there's about eleven, eleven or twelve role models um in the city. So mm-hmm. if people join the group or contact me at Women Bike, I can try to pair them with a mentor somebody who's commuting or there's there are a few different 
sort of focus areas of the role models. There's like commuters and then there's bike tourers <laughs> and then there's uh, cyclocross and mountain biking. So it's sort of um, an opportunity to really create like a community that isn't largely visible in the city. I mean, it would be great if it was largely visible, but when you, I think, enter the city <clears throat> as a... Uh, a WTF cyclist or aspiring cyclist, you might not feel like you're seeing yourself very much mm-hmm. in the in cy- representation in representation yeah. in like the cycling community. So it it kind of like create it's hopefully creating that space on Facebook and in other ways for mm-hmm. people. So we just wrapped up um, <clears throat> a quote in Reindeer Drive to benefit Pair Bike Works. Oh yeah, I saw a few signs. If it's- this is the same drive. Like there was a few signs in a in a few bike shops, golden pliers, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breadwinner and, and yes. Hop Works and Yeah, and a better cycle. Gladys and uh Portland Pedal Tours. Go buy bike and uh box star bags. All right. <laughs> I really hope I said them all. Because all of the people who hosted collection boxes uh really rocked it. And I saw a lot of them posting and really, like, trying to promote the drive. And we collected, I'm still collecting kind of those boxes and from different people. But I was I was sort of sorting the donations today. And there were 38 waterproof uh, coats and pants. Oh, wow. Nice. Which nice. I was really, and yeah. they're nice quality. So, And then there was a lot of Gloves. not waterproof. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was even double that and not oh, waterproof coats heavier coats and sweaters and stuff so a lot of stuff came in a lot of nice stuff black star bags donated a bag somebody somewhere donated some nice shoes the like high top clip-in kind <laughs> oh. <seen> them? yeah <laughs> uh and then like waterproof gloves and stuff so uh we just wrapped that up with pair bike works which is in east portland it's in, i don't know if you all know about that there's a community bike shop Kind of partnered between Pear and the Rosewood Initiative. I don't it's, think I've heard of it. Yeah. It's out of the Rosewood Initiative. I think it started last summer, so it's oh, okay. fairly new. Yeah, they took over uh, for Rosewood Bikes that was kind of in that space. <laughs> and yeah, they've been doing great stuff. Bikes Humanity partnered with them last summer, which was super great because they were their um, folks were doing like bike repair, and then we got to lead bike rides. So I didn't have to like worry about making sure everybody's uh, bike was yeah. ready to go. I just got to lead a bike ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, including a great ride where the they gave away lights, nice lights too, not like the little white kind that are very valuable, but the little blinky guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, these were USB rechargeable. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, I think that that just as an aside, when things are given out for free in cycling, like I'm, I've always been of the opinion or like the preference of like, yes, if it's something good, I'll totally use it. If it's not. I'll have a hard time trying to use it and eventually it will fall by. So I feel like right. it's very like if you're going to do a bike event, bike organizers, um, <laughs> like if you're going to spend money on something, have it be something worth keeping. So yeah. I, I appreciate that as an aside and and onward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that ride was really sweet because a bunch of kids came on it. Nice. They were, like there was some like mentor program through the Rosewood Initiative or a school? I can't remember. They had actually heard about it through Bike Portland. They oh, were just... Yeah. Advo- oh, really? Yeah. Huh. They were like CASA cool. advocates. And they brought a few kids on the ride, and yeah. they were so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and they all got the U-locks and lights They loved it, it. Yeah. and they got, like, they went to the... Is it 
Mikasa? What's that little? There that. Oh yeah, it's like a, a, a super epic uh, Mexican market on Stark and One Sixty Second. They went there. I think and they, it's Mikasa. Yeah, they got um like spicy mango drinks or something. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they were really cute and it was really fun. Nice. And they loved the lights and locks. How how long have you been involved with Women Bike? Well, so Women Bike, um, I've been leading since November, so not very long. I but I've worked with the Street Trust. Um, over the years as a bike safety instructor, okay, which is a seasonal role. So I've this fall I uh, worked with them again, and then I they knew I was leaving for the bike trip um, in February, and they offered me this great opportunity really because I wasn't really sure hmm. I was just gonna substitute teach <laughs> <laughs> in walk dogs on rover, which is not that profitable. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we just finished up the drive, the coat drive, and then this Sunday, January twentieth, which I doubt this will be. This won't air by then, but you should talk air. about it regardless. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, uh, women bike with along with friends on bikes, um, which is spearheaded by Molly Sugar. Mm. Yeah, has she been on here? She's not oh. Molly. <laughs> 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 we met like two, three years ago. And oh. Like, She's walked we, many we, times. Oh, yeah. Sorry. To we, we tried to make connections. It just didn't happen. Okay. So, yes. Well, uh, we're I am connected. <laughs> we're uh, leading a ride uh, to the Reclaim MLK Day March mm. from the fire station 21. Nice. Come rain or shine, we'll be leading that ride. So that'll be nice. at noon. I mean, nobody's going to hear this before that, but, but you'll... WTF... Uh, Explorers. Uh, Oh. Yes. Oh no! No, the no, ride is the not ride. exclusive. Good. Oh, point. it is Thank not. You. Oh, it's okay. open to everyone. Um, just like the march, so it's kind of, it is irregular for both women bike and friends on bikes to host rides that aren't exclusive to create safe spaces for WTF, uh, cyclists and of color. WTF mm-hmm. sure. non-binary cyclists of color. Uh, but this ride is open to everybody. Oh, as cool. sort of a the purpose of the march right for to support oh right the cause of human rights and dignity and uh our northeast portland community. yeah if anybody wanted to find out more so so say they miss the 20th uh where could one if Which interested they will yes <laughs> if they're, yes. If they're Assume, listening assuming. to this you've missed <laughs> it unless we pull some editing magic uh, two episodes in one week uh, <laughs> where could somebody go if they're interested in plugging in and being uh, a part. So I think that the easiest way to kind of just join and jump on in is to join the Facebook group, which is women. You could search women bike and there's a group and there's a page. So either the page will take you to the group as well. Okay. I think the page is women bike PDX and then the group is women bike OR. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then the group is a closed group, so yeah. there'll be a few questions at the beginning asking you if you're in Portland, the Portland area, if you identify as women, trans, femme, or non-binary, and if you are interested in mentoring or if you want to mentor. Right on. Uh, nice. and so... So, male listeners, please step aside. Or... Or like the Facebook page. Or like the Facebook page. Yeah, because that'll give us some more exposure. Yeah. If you... Know anybody who would benefit from such a group? Let them know. Right. Otherwise, step aside. (laughs) (laughs) And then step aside. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. 
Um, yeah, thank you for talking about that. Yeah, thank you for letting me chat about that a little oh, bit. Yeah. Absolutely. And we'll have links at the bottom of this episode as well. So if you are curious and following up on Women Bike, you will have access in addition to the audio comments along with this episode. Yeah, please do. Yahoo. <laughs> well, um, as we transition into the rest of our episode for the evening, do you have any thing that you'd like to share with our listeners and of course you're welcome to hang around for the calendar and headlines you're encouraged did we miss anything <laughs> and uh yeah do you have any shout outs before we go here um uh, well for anybody that wants to um join a bike nonprofit while i'm gone bikes humanity will likely need a lot of help before hpdx exactly dot uh, org. org yes yes okay thank you um so lots of opportunities to learn to work on bikes to work on bikes to learn how to run a 501c3 nonprofit and interact with the community and become a better person in the process wow <laughs> I don't know if you're ready for that, that kind of hero's part, journey. That last part's key, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also not crucial. <laughs> um, so you're recommend. saying I can stay the same and, and still have fun? Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> I, I would add to that that Bikes for Humanity is also looking for new board members. So there's volunteer um, need for the next three, four months, but there's also ongoing board member need hmm. for anybody who's interested in being on a board who's never been on a board before it might be a great board to start with okay but currently the only earn a bike program in portland that i'm aware of where you can just anybody can show up and end up with a, a bicycle with no money exchanged you just work on on a bike or you exchange yeah, you... your labor for exactly okay. yes or you um, create a plan with andrew <laughs> yeah or you listener can create a plan with a community member to get them a free bike, because I will be on a bike trip. Ah, nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Well, thank you both so much for joining this evening. Yeah, and, thank you. Uh, thank you. Be best luck, best wishes on the trip. Will you be posting about it, or is it total uh, duo? We're, we live in an age of social media. I have to ask. Yeah, I also yeah. respect. Fair, fair. That, uh, we're we also looking know. for like <laughs> funding things. So, like, if you're if you really want a postcard and want to support us. You could like Venmo with ten dollars, and we'll send you a postcard. It's a it's where it's in progress. It's not an official <laughs> thing. <laughs> Sounds good. But you can email me Andrew at b4hpdx dot org. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, or at us on Instagram. I don't cool. know. I bet cool, you cool. can find us. <laughs> or yeah. you can put it in the show notes later. Yeah, oh, I think okay. we can do that. Definitely. Okay. Cool. So out out for a ride, and uh, everything else past that is 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 golden. <laughs> um. Right. Yeah. Ready? I'm ready. Okay, here comes our calendar. Don't don't ever use that. The second Thursday of every month is the Joyful Riders Club in Minneapolis. The second Friday of every month, the Boston Bike Party. Also the second Friday of every month, the Indianapolis Bike Party. Also also the second Friday of every month, the East Bay Bike Party. And the last Friday of every month, the Baltimore Bike Party. And every second Sunday of every month, right here in Portland, the Corvidi Bike Club Ride. February 1st, Critical Mass Planning Meeting with Books and Pictures at 1100 Southeast Division Street in Portland, Oregon, 97202, 6.30 to yes. 8 p.m. Um, I apologize. That's at Books with Pictures. Oh, the yes, at comic Books book with store. Pictures. Yes, owned 
owned and, and run by Katie Proctor. Oh. Um, but this, uh, the Critical Mass, um, if you've not heard about it, it's essentially a, a critical mass for families mm-hmm. and kids. And this was put on by our good friend, Maddie Carlson. Yeah. Um, so A veteran ride leader. Yes. Um, so this is a planning meeting for Critical Mass. So if you are in the Portland area and you want to get involved with that, um, like say, hey, I want to I wanna have like some good rides for my kids. Um, this would be a great time to get involved. Cool. Um, February 16th, the Slough County Ramble. And this meets over at Cafe 11. That's in North Portland, or mm-hmm. Northeast, um, from 11 to 3 o'clock. Uh, says, let's explore the nearer reaches of the Columbia Slough. This is... Uh, what is a slough exactly? A slough. Is this sort of the spillway off of the Columbia River? You yeah. You could say? My desire the... to fill in the blank of that definition is strong, yet I don't actually know what a slough is. Right. But we refer to it a lot here in Portland because there's many overpasses over the Columbia Slough. Indeed. It's a, it's I, I a ride song over name the waiting Columbia, to happen. Yeah, I ride over the Columbia Slough on a daily basis, and yet I don't think I know what a slough actually is. I feel like I know what that slew is i don't know if i know what a slew is right yeah <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe you're saying it wrong maybe it's sloth a sloth <laughs> just like gleason and glisten or uh, cooch and couch <laughs> it's cooch <laughs> that it is <laughs> you passed <Willamette> and willamette <laughs> i i like to go for willamette at full effect <laughs> you know yeah if you're gonna convince somebody yeah. it's the it's it's not the willamette it's the willamette <laughs> um Let's see here. March 9th, we have... Ooh, this is a really fun one, Yeah. by the way. The Dead Freeways Ride. Yeah. If it's the same one I'm thinking of. Uh, and there's so a name I can't pronounce. Both the Slough County Ramble and the Dead Freeways Ride are put on by our friend Sean Granton, who will be oh, on in a couple of weeks as okay. well. Nice. Um, so we can grill him all about these um, upcoming rides. Uh, and for more information... Uh, we've got links posted. That is at the uh, Urban Adventure League. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yes, Ur- Urban Adventure League at dot WordPress dot com. If you're <laughs> if you're like urban curious or any percent of somebody who thinks that you're interested in transportation and planning, the Dead Freeway ride is like is the, it such a nice amalgamation of. Uh, a couple of pursuits into into learning about it, the history of the city. It sounds really cool. Um, yeah, it, it mentions uh, not only will they check out freeways that didn't happen, but freeways that did happen and mm-hmm. now have been uh, like overrun or abandoned in yeah. some way or another. You, so. you get to learn what all of those dead off ramps on I five are for. Yes, <laughs> fun times. <laughs> it's a it's one that I've heard so much about. I feel like I've almost been on it, and uh-huh. you know. Damn it, I'm going to go on it this year. <laughs> so, wonderful. Well, I'm looking forward to catching up with Sean. Yes. Uh, we've got some upcoming film by bike tour dates. By this time, uh, the call for entries will be closed, but... Except for the late submission period, which is valid until the 26th Ooh. at midnight. At midnight. Just because so. I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> but for the already curated films... In Boise, Idaho, January 18th. L.A., California, January 27th. Oh, you guys are going to miss it. Sorry. It's okay. You're, you're You'll just going to have to wait. Ju- May, correct? You're just going right, to have to wait and watch off, film by bike. Wait, <laughs> what day did you say? January 27th? Yeah. We'll be here. Oh, yeah, we'll still be here. We no, mid- but you won't be in L.A. 
Uh, oh. You're just going to have to watch Film by Bike here in hey. Portland when it happens. They could end up in Bendigo. <laughs> you never know. Oh, that's right. Hood River, Oregon, February 12th. Arcata, California, March 15th. I know you guys are still going to miss that one. Yep. yep. It's true. But you might just be in Bendigo, Australia on October 4th. Yes. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> That's how we live our lives. <laughs> this, how great would it be, though? Like, you know, you're, you're like, you bike tour down to L.A., you start making your way east, and somehow you're, you're like, eh, you find a way to Bendigo, Australia. Eh, why not? Yeah, Let's really do this. New Mexico, have this great idea to make the bike into a boat. Texas, find the, the resources. Florida, we have a bike boat. Nice. We are in the ocean. October, we're in Australia. You're, you're kind of in the wrong ocean, though. <laughs> They're all really just, just one ocean. Just, right. yeah. just Once you're in the ocean, around yeah. the horn there. It's, a, it's a mild El Nino this year. <laughs> you never know what could happen. That's the horn I always wanted to go around. Say hi to the Falklands for me. <laughs> uh, speaking of tour dates, miles of portrait. Uh, if you've heard Annalisa and, oh gosh. Nope. Annalisa, Eric, Eric, thank you. Uh, which is telling because I just saw their email a couple of days ago, and I should know this. Annalisa and Eric, thank you for the book that you sent me. It's on my coffee table. <laughs> and apologies, this is this is a little late in coming. Um, these tour dates, we should have been on top of this. I think they're but... going to have more. So Good. I think I Great. don't know if it's a full done deal, but if you've been following the Miles of Portraits project, uh, they are touring various REIs on the East Coast. And they've already uh, showed quite a few, but if you can catch January 29th in New York, New York, or January 31st in Paramus, New Jersey, yeah, there are still a couple of showings coming up. And I do feel that they'll probably have a few more. Cool. So. Stay tuned. Indeed. Check out Alaska via pictures and some great stories. And now, now for... Sorry, Eric. <laughs> what can compare with the thrill of a brand new bike? I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. It circles around the city lights. All right, first up from executive producer Brock Dittis. Lumberjack's new album is out. He says he's happy to announce the completion of his band Lumberjack's new album, Bring It On Home. It's now available on all of the major streaming services says, I hope you enjoy it. We've crafted a collection of songs that reflect the struggle and beauty of life based around material that my bandmates, Charlie and Trent, have been playing together for years. Um, there are t-shirts, CDs, and very limited vinyl run will be available at their shows. So uh, we'll post a link to Lumberjack's website and uh, go watch them. You know, you know what? I didn't tell you what I did this weekend. Oh, snap. Did you get to go see them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw Lumberjack live at the McMinniman's White Eagle. I I gotta say I I feel like I'm not cool enough to go to their shows. Oh really? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I had a great time. I've seen them. I've seen them like twice, I believe, and both times I'm like I'm definitely not cool enough to be. Here. Oh, I'd say anybody is cool enough. <laughs> it's it's getting the foot out the door. I, um, <laughs> great advice. I like that. <laughs> That's I, the hardest part. I had a good time. It was. I hadn't seen a lumberjack show before, and I was telling oh, Brock okay. before I went on Sunday that I hadn't seen a lumberjack show before. <laughs> I, I felt kind of like uh, 
for some reason depleted of life in Portland for not having gone to Lumberjack yet. So it was a really good show. Um, and the the band brought down the house. I think it was um, just really interesting to see something that I'd seen YouTube videos of. And then when you go in real life, you're like, ah, oh, yes, the full band effect. So uh, they looked like they had a great time and everybody was really like into it. And I was that person somewhat towards the back, like nodding my head and dancing and trying not to like be in anybody's way. But that's how I am at most shows. <laughs> so it all worked out and uh, very, very fun to go and support Lumberjack. Brock had questioned having this as a headline for the podcast. And of course, Aaron and I both said, of course, it's yeah, a headline. Yeah, definitely. What, are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you miss Brock's voice and the other uh, members of the trio for Lumberjack, their new album is out. Thanks for the show, Brock. From bikeportland.org. Uh, Such good news. Oh, yes. I feel like Chris was maybe even sitting on this, or I'm not sure. Uh, maybe it's not he, not he, his channel. It was, but it was he, surprising <laughs> when this came through the pipe. Like, how did we miss this? I know how did if I knew about this? that and I worked for Peabot, I'd have a hard time <laughs> uh, keeping keeping lid on. But apparently, Better NATO will return three months early. Boom! Three months. All right. And we'll return. We just spent last week complaining. <laughs> we did. Like, we really did. <laughs> we spent a good amount of time complaining. Like again, about I, I'm not saying Chris knew necessarily, NATO. but I feel like if there was a, a, a glint in his eye, then maybe he's like, "Just wait till tomorrow," because right. it was literally published the day after our episode. <laughs> um, so happy to have Better NATO back. Thank you so yes. much. So this this sort of is a. Uh, um, what am I trying to say? Like kind of coincidental mm. in the sense that there's some construction going on with the uh, East Bank. No, not East Bank. Uh, with Tomacall or no, East Bank Esplanade. It is the East yeah, Bank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're going to close that. Um, and so as an oh. alternative, somehow okay. they, they uh, uh, Peabot wedged in uh, putting in better NATO mm-hmm. coming February. Really? And they're like, well, you know, we're going to put it in in February. Might as well just hang on to it throughout the rest of the summer now yeah oh, it's, so it's not like a precedent for every year it's just like something happening this year yeah well i would argue uh, but, if you're doing it in january but the time between september and january you're, yeah, you're only down to like yeah, four yeah. and a half five yes. months this is this is what i'm hoping is that you know they'll be like you know it's been not it's been here for like <laughs> nine months out of the year you might as well just make it permanent mm-hmm. like it's supposed to be I was uh, chatting with somebody we haven't had on the podcast, but a good friend who I've, I've brought into the fold for biking. And he was talking about just the other day, uh, before the article came out, like when they took Better NATO away, he was that person who rode the wrong way into traffic on it. Oh, God. Yeah. He was like, well, he was like, what the fuck? Like, it was there yesterday. And I was like, yeah, it was there yesterday. <laughs> oh, it man. wasn't there, you know, the day that you went there. Um, I'm so, glad he's okay. <laughs> uh, well, I was just incredibly glad to be able to tell a, a friend who commutes on that daily, don't worry. Give it, give it to the 29th or the 28th of January. It'll be there. Um, cool. Well, hey, you know what? Credit where credit's due. Thank you so much, Peabot. I yes. personally appreciate three months more of Better NATO. I'd love to make it a full year, but I will totally take it. <laughs> take your wins when I you have can to. get them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, kudos, kudos. That's, that's, oh, that's fantastic. Well, Andrew, Patty, thank you guys so much for coming in and hanging out with us. Aaron Guthrie. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we look forward. If you'd like to come on after your episodic bike oh, trip. Oh, you definitely have to come on. Do. Oh, yeah. Send us the email as soon as you get home. <laughs>
If there's a breakup, we'll come on separately. <laughs> <laughs> or, or together. We'll have, as we'll have friends. you Patty on one week. And, I'll have to study up on my more next week. Uh, <laughs> and, and then we'll make it happen. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure your folks will be fine. And uh, we're very excited for your trip and, and, and wish you the best in that endeavor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You ready? Let's do it. <laughs> the Sprocket Pot. Wait, am I supposed to be reading this? Do it. Okay. The Sprocket Podcast is produced <laughs> at Stream PDX Community Audio Studio. Thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text 503-847-9774. Twitter and the Instagram at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Herb Bird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to sustaining donors Logan Smith, Shadowfoot, Katrina Mellumgard. Wayne Norman, Ethan Georgie, Eric. Iverson, Cameron Lee and Richard Wazitsky, Tim Mooney. Hi, Tim. Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Eric Weiss. Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt. Who's, who's a, a time, time traveler. traveler. Dave Knows. Chris Smith. Thanks for being on the other week. Yay. Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley. Peanut Butter Jar Matt, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom. Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder, Anna. I'll see you tomorrow. Two days, actually. Uh, Andre Johnson, King of Division, Richard G., Guthrie Straw. Oh, we switched lines damn it. somehow. Yeah. Aaron Green. That was my fault. But you know what? Aaron Green is also the author of We Were Like Sons and founder of The Regranary. Campsite. Magners. David Nathan Poulton. Chris Rawson. Rory in Michigan. Michael Flournoy. Jeremy Kitchen. David Belay. Tim Coleman. Gary Hugel. EJ Finneran. Brad Hipwell. Thomas Cato. Keith Hudgenson. Ranger Tom. Joyce Wilson. Ryan Tam. Derek Wagner. Jason Oftenberg. Microcosm Publishing. David Moore. Todd Grossbeck. Chris Barron. Chris Barron. Chris, Chris Barron. Barron. Sean Baird. Simon Gregory Braithwaite. Ryan Morrow. Jimmy Diesel. Dude Luna. Matthew Rooks. Kaka! Marshall. Paula at Funitaki Cyclecraft. Philip M. Spartandale. No, no relation. relation. Mr. T, who never really left. Bike Initiative Kiwana. And Sarah G. I know how to pronounce that because yes, I'm you do. from there. I've, I got it last week. <laughs> Credit Ellis, congratulations. Yes. And also, thank you, Kiwana. Um, and to all of our former donors who've helped us get this far. Now, brush your teeth. And go to bed. Bye.